Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, October 10th, 2022. I'm Rich Straffolino. The Wall Street Journal reports that Apple's crash detection feature on the latest iPhone and Apple Watch models triggered during roller coaster rides. The Warren County Communications Center gave the journal six recordings of false alarms from Kings Island. The site Coasters101.com reports two rides at Dollywood posted signs warning not to bring electronics on the ride, saying they may trigger a call to emergency services. Speaking to TechCrunch about the feature last week, Apple said it uses multiple signals from the gyroscope, accelerometer, GPS, microphone, and barometer to determine if a crash occurred. Intel confirmed that Alder Lake UFI source code leaked from a third party. It said it did not believe this exposed any new security vulnerabilities and encourages researchers to submit any potential vulnerabilities in the code to its project circuit breaker bug bounty program. The analysts at IDC report that PC shipments declined 15% on the year in Q3 to 74.3 million units. Volumes still remain well above pre-pandemic levels. The top five PC companies remained the same on the year, with Lenovo remaining number one, followed by HP, Dell, Apple, and Asus. Only Apple grew shipments on the year, up 40.2% to just over 10 million units. TSMC reported its revenue grew 48% of the year in Q3 to $19.4 billion, beating analyst estimates. This comes as electronic sales slowdowns have seen some chipmakers with excess inventory. Samsung showed its first profit drop since 2019 and AMD missed its Q3 sales targets by $1 billion. The president of the U.S. signed an executive order implementing the latest attempt at a framework to reconcile data privacy laws between the U.S. and Europe so that companies can move data between the two markets easily and legally. A safe harbor agreement put in place in 2000 was challenged in 2013, and since then, every attempt to replace it has been struck down in court the last time in 2020. This latest attempt, called Privacy Shield 2.0, creates a data protection review court that EU citizens can appeal to. The U.S. Commerce Department issued new rules that go into effect October 21st, restricting exports to China of any technology that can be used in advanced computing and artificial intelligence applications. This applies to U.S. companies and non-U.S. companies that use U.S. technology or software. It applies to 14 nanometer technology, as well as 128 layer flash storage and 18 nanometer DRAM technology that's around 10 years old at this point. Reuters sources said Samsung and SK Hynix might get licenses to avoid the restrictions for their Chinese operations. The Florida-based firm Chetu fired a telemarketer in the Netherlands after the employee refused to leave their webcam on for nine hours as part of attending a virtual classroom. A Dutch court ruled this was wrongful termination, as instructions to keep the webcam turned on is in conflict with the respect for the privacy of the workers, and suggested it violates the Convention for the Protection of Human Rights and Fundamental Freedoms. The court fined the firm $50,000, ordered it to pay back wages, and remove a non-compete clause. Epic Games and Match Group filed a motion in the Northern District of California to expand allegations against Google in its ongoing lawsuit. The motion claims Google's Apps and Games Velocity program paid developers to stop developers from launching competitive app stores, constituting a violation of the Sherman Act. Google says the program does not prevent developers from creating competing app stores. The Verge saw internal memos from Meta's VP of Metaverse, Vishal Shah, that said the team working on the VR app Horizon Worlds is in a quality lockdown to fix quality gaps and performance issues before launching a web-based version. Shaw also wants more internal use, saying Meta would hold managers accountable for having teams use it at least once a week. We'll hear more about Horizon Worlds and Avatar Graphics at Meta's Connect Conference on October 11th. 
Activision Blizzard announced that both Overwatch 2 and Modern Warfare 2 will require using its new SMS-based two-factor authentication system, SMS Protect. However, the system will not accept prepaid or VoIP numbers, meaning if you use a prepaid carrier, you can't use the system. Blizzard rolled out an update to remove the phone number requirement for any existing Overwatch player with a connected Battle.net account, but new accounts still require using SMS Protect. Samsung confirmed third-party TV makers will ship its Tizen operating system this year on sets for sale in the UK, Spain, Turkey, New Zealand, Australia, and Italy. Manufacturers Atmica, HKC, and Tempo will use the OS across a variety of brands. These TVs will have access to Tizen-based apps and can use Samsung's Bixby Virtual Assistant. ZTE's Nubia brand announced the Red Magic 4K Gaming Monitor, a 27-inch mini-LED 4K monitor that supports 160Hz refresh rates and includes an HDMI 2.1 port. It's open for pre-order now for 4,999 yuan, that's about 700 US dollars, and will retail for 5,499 yuan on October 17th. It also announced a 6,499 yuan wireless projection version that uses millimeter wave radios to let users stream content from a mobile device with minimal latency up to 30 meters away. Google confirmed it will shut down the Assistant Driving Mode dashboard on November 21st after initially posting a notice it would end support for the Maps integration in Assistant Driving Mode. The car-optimized driving mode in Google Maps for Android will remain available. According to data submitted to Brazil's regulatory body CADE as part of the investigation into Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard, Microsoft disclosed Xbox Game Pass generated $2.9 billion in revenue from subscriptions on consoles in 2021, accounting for about 18% of the company's gaming revenue. This does not include PC Game Pass revenue. It's unclear if this figure represents just subscription revenue or also includes microtransactions. And finally, getting the original Doom to run on a variety of hardware is an internet meme at this point. The latest example comes from the developer and YouTuber Samperson, who got the classic title running entirely within an unmodified version of the Notepad app on Windows using ASCII graphics as a rendering engine. Samperson plans to release Notepad Doom in the coming days. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.